You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I need to know more about how these things work. I don't like, know how they work. This will be my first one. Well, that's probably not something you should admit to. Okay. I would imagine you shouldn't let everybody know that it's your first one. Is it like when you go see the Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time and you don't want to be like the virgin there because uh, you have to go up on stage and everything? I've seen that once and I did not go up on stage and I'll never <laughs> go again. But this, I don't know. Maybe it is something like that. There's there's probably some research you should do. There's like secret handshakes. Do you even know what you call yourselves? Is it twinnies? I don't know. Peekies? Peekers? I don't want to be a peeker. A tea peek? I don't know. A tea peeker? A tea peer? I don't know. There's so many different things. sounds like I'm TPing people's houses. We have to get to the bottom of this. Hello, everyone. (laughs) This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Big thank you to everybody who does the best way, who who, uh, goes through it, the, the best way to shop online, Sarah. Tell me, Greg. By going to funemploymentradio.com. Oh, my gosh. And clicking on the links on that Mind website. Mind blown. A whole new internet. Your eyes will be opened up. You a will dazzling n- place I never knew. You won't realize how much better shopping is than uh, than it is by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on, like, the Amazon link or the Cyber Mall or the Next Adventure link and, and all of those things. It's it's the best way to do it. <laughs> it's so awesome. Yes. All right. So there's that. Also coming up on today's show, we're going to play our interview with Adam Conover here in just a little bit. So Adam has a show on uh, True TV. It's called Adam Ruins Everything. And you totally recognize his face because I, I wasn't quite sure uh, with the name. And then it says, I'm like, oh, that guy, the guy with the glasses who he's very funny. Yes. And his yes, show is. is very funny called Adam Ruins Everything. Adam Ruins Everything. So we'll talk about that here in just a minute. But he's going to be coming to town next week. And so he's got a show here in Portland and then kind of all over the place, wherever you are, you'll probably have a chance to see him. So uh, we'll, we'll play that interview here in just a little bit. But before we do that, we have to talk about some very exciting news that Sarah's just learned about, some big things. Big changes happening in Sarah's Not life. Big cha- what are you doing? She's taking a step and she's joining something she's never joined before. Um, and Sarah, maybe you can explain what it is that you're going to be doing today. You're making it sound so weird. No, all I'm it doing... It is weird. It is not weird. It is so weird. No, well, our good uh, pal Aaron Duran, of course, uh, you know, comic creator, author, uh, podcaster, yes. fellow uh, awesome human. Um so he actually called me today and like he knows you know what time the show is on and so I see that I'm getting a call from Aaron and I'm like either it's something really good or it's something really bad <laughs> you know <laughs> when someone's calling before the show and Aaron called and he's just like hey just wanted to let you know that there's something going on tonight that I think that I just found out about that I think you might be interested in and Greg tonight indeed Music Millennium is doing a release party Music Millennium a record store here in town wonderful record store store here in town uh, uh, renowned if you will record store here in Portland and they are hosting a re-release of Twin Peaks uh soundtrack on vinyl tonight of the where they're twin hosting peaks. the twin peaks original soundtrack on vinyl and they're hosting it and they're also having complimentary pie and coffee there okay so this yes. is happening this evening i, this I understand is this is a this is a big deal for for twin peaks fans i take it this is a big thing mm-hmm. okay now i know they're going to be doing what like a sequel pretty soon or something or they're doing a, a reboot they're not doing a reboot they're doing a, a mini series like continuation okay a continuation of the original series <laughs> oh my god there's that song so here's what i'm going to say about twin peaks i have tried watching it i have watched about three or four episodes maybe Mm. couple of issues. One, there is no town that would look that small with 50,000 people in the state of Washington. Washington is not that big of a state, and you cannot have a 50,000 I feel like they did put an extra zero on the sign. That's always kind of bothered me, and I know that it bothers you. It's like one second of the show. I know, but it doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with it. It starts off a 50,000-person town in Washington. That would be like probably the the sixth biggest town in, in the state. You know, it'd be right up there. Maybe, maybe outside of Seattle, Tacoma. But, uh, so that's, that bothers me. Because it's supposed to take place in this tiny town in the state of Washington. Also, it's supposed to be on the border of Canada, which uh, I dispute how they run all that. But anyway, beside all that. Why could it not be on the border of Canada? It could be on the border of Canada, but it wouldn't be a 50,000 person town. It you just, don't know that. Like, what are you, like the king of towns? I'm the, you don't know what size towns are. I'm the king of knowing are. the size of towns in the state of Washington. Yes, 50,000 person town in the Northwest. That's a big ass town. That is big. That's no. How big is Monmouth? Um... 
seven, I think, at the time I lived there. Mammoth Independence combined was like 10 or 11. It's probably more than that now, but it is not 50,000. So anyway, that's problem number one. Problem number two, I just don't get it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's so weird and out there. It's because you're just not smart enough. See, but I don't know if it's supposed to make sense or if it's just, this is just strange to be strange. It isn't strange to be strange. I mean, David Lynch is one of the, him and Mark Frost are the creators of it. uh And David Lynch is not known to just be like a one-off filmmaker. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking weird. Uh And he's strange and a lot of it doesn't make sense. And maybe it doesn't make sense and we've all been had. Or maybe he's like an artistic genius and nobody knows for sure. But David Lynch is, I I find the entire show fascinating. I've watched it through probably about 10 times. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not judging on that. Yes, you you are. You're judging. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Judging people that like because I know for a lot of people they love the show. I just I tried to get into it and I just I just didn't get into it. I just think there are people that can appreciate something for what it is when it's a little uh, strange and different. I like strange and different. What's the last like really odd thing that you've really liked? I love Pee Wee Herman. That is strange and different. I mean, if that's not strange and different, I don't know what is. If you're going to tell me now, if you're going to try to come back and say, well, Pee Wee Herman, that's normal. That's Pee Wee Herman is not normal. That is not a normal thing. All right. I like lots of strange, weird things. I just don't understand Twin Peaks. And I know there's the coffee. There isn't. It isn't. Yeah, like you're supposed to understand it. It isn't something where like you watch it and you're just like, oh wow, I can't wait for this all to make sense to me. And then everyone is like wrapped up in a shiny, you know, little package. But yeah, there's no sense. But it doesn't have to make sense in order to tell a good story. But it does have it's to have bizarre. an ending, It's a though. wandering, strange, stilted wonderland that he's created. But it's it's magnificent in the way that it it tells many stories and no stories all at the same time. Uh, maybe I need to maybe I need to give it a a second chance. I, I guess? just don't think that you have the patience for it. Yeah, I quite honest. I mean, nothing against you. I just don't think that it's your your cup of coffee. Uh, see, I I, I oh. kind of understand that joke because I know the pie. And it wasn't a joke. Is... It was supposed to be, a, a, you know, it's supposed to be your cup of tea, but they don't drink tea. They drink coffee. I'm drinking coffee is there right a point now. Point to this, Black, or is like this just Dale Cooper? Okay, so so this. But is I've never going been. Up. All right, but let me tell you this: I have been a Twin Peaks fan for a very long time. However, I have never gone to any sort of event. A peaky event. It's not a peaky event. Why, what do Twin Peaks fans? I call don't themselves, know. Though? I don't peakers. See, I think you're gonna have to figure this out. I because you're going to be going into the lion's den with like these are hardcore Twin Peaks fans and you were one but you're kind of but a, I'm afraid like I don't want to talk new to, to this. I am but I really want to go to this thing yeah and which is great I'm I'm happy you're going to it I mean I'm not judging on that I'm just saying you need to be prepared for it like how you're going to call your what you're going to call yourself I mean like what if it's like really judgy and there is like oh do you remember the special guest in episode three of season one and like, and then if you don't know you're and then not, I don't know and then they're just like you're fake yeah and get the, you're fake and then they'll walk away from you and they'll like judge you and mm-hmm. everybody will get together and it'll be all clicky and um, this is why I don't really like going to a, like super hardcore fan things because I always feel in, inadequate because I like I'm gonna not I, I don't necessarily know even things that I really love like I like Pee Wee Herman but I couldn't tell you every single fact about mm. Pee Wee Herman well and that's I the thing don't. with like uh, with you know big David Lynch fans or Mark Frost fans or even you know just like Twin Peaks fans in general is that they all remember every single detail uh-huh. like I've been on you know I've, I've been an outsider looking in on like some of the like fan forums and things but I've never posted anything I just like to read it to like oh, you're just find a, out their little tidbits I'm a lurker just a blog yeah you're a lurker I'm a blog lurker uh huh okay yeah so never commenting on your own. Never I commented. Lurk, I lurk, lurk all the time on the mm-hmm. internet. I'm totally a lurker. I never comment on things, but I, I will watch and, and read different things. Yeah. So I, I can agree with that. I can't say I'm not a lurker. Yeah. But um, now, though, I mean, you're going to be, you can't just lurk in the background. You know, you have to you have to interact with people. Well, I don't, I mean, I really want to go for the experience because I've never, What's I up, mean, my fellow 20? I don't think you call them my, 20s. My peaky? My peaky. Where are my peaks at? No, I don't know what to Where do. Where are my T-peaks? Like, I want to go, but I'm afraid that my social anxiety is going to keep me at home. Because I, I just don't, I don't, I feel yeah. uncomfortable yeah. doing I it. would feel uncomfortable too. Right? Yeah, I would. Because absolutely. I do want to go and I want to see, like, other people who, you know, like. Do you think people will be and, dressed up? I don't think they'll I mean, be dressed up. I mean, you did go as a, dead Laura for, uh, for Halloween a couple years ago. You could dress up in your costume and go back in there. 
that plastic bag costume was really uncomfortable. Yeah, but I and mean, I and I cut it off of me at the end of the night because <laughs> I couldn't move in it. So yeah, I'm not gonna go as dead Laura Palmer. Okay, the right. thing tonight. Okay. Um, I don't know what to do though. Like when you just walk into these things, do you all uh, like do you talk to people like, hey, so what's your favorite episode or who's your favorite? Okay, well let me try it with you. You don't know anything about it. But I can I can test you, though. You don't know that I don't know anything about it. You're going to walk in, you'll see me. I'll be dressed up like um, Dale Cooper, right? That's that's his name? Dale Cooper? Is well, that yeah, Special Agent Dale Cooper. Okay. Yeah, Kyle so, McLaughlin, Kyle the most McLaughlin. dreamy man in the world. Okay. Sorry, I was pulling up some music if you're going to ask me. Okay. <clears throat> hey, how's it going? Um, hey. Hi. I'm good. I uh, mean, what? <laughs> You're weird. Get out of here. No, I'm not. No, I, that is so mean. That is not how I would do it. No. Uh, okay. So, um, so I'm walking up. I'm just like Dale Cooper. Hey, how's it going? But you're just like Dale Cooper. Yeah, I'm just like Dale Cooper. Wait, you're dressed like him, or you're just I, like I him? I am dressed like him. Are you as hot as him? I, I'm dressed like him. I'm just as is God it made you dressed me. like I'm him, just, or is it like a hot me guy dressed, dressed like him? as Dale Cooper? Is it like a hot version of you dressed as Dale that's Cooper? Me dressed as Dale Cooper. I don't know yeah. if there's. That's a hot version of Dale Cooper. Is he a good-looking man? He is a very, very, very attractive man. Okay, well, then I'm Dale Cooper. Okay. All right. It's, but it's dressed you up as, as a Dale hot Cooper. version of yourself dressed as Dale Cooper. I'm, I'm just an ordinary guy at this event. Like, there's going to be an ordinary guy there. You can't be quantifying everybody like, well, you're, you don't look like the real Dale Cooper. You know, it's, I'm dressing up. Mm. I'm having fun with it. Okay, so, hi, how's it going? Oh, hey, good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. This coffee's excellent, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I like to take it black. Oh, God, I can't even do it. All right, wait. Yeah, you know, I like it black as night, just like Dale Cooper. Yeah, that's that's who I'm dressed as. Yeah, I really like your I like your costume. Thank are you. Are you recording who this? Who are you dressed up as? Are you recording this for Diane right now? I record everything. Mm-hmm. Who are you dressed up as? Oh, I'm dressed up as, as a Twin Peaks fan. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's original. What's your favorite episode? Oh, boy. I would have to say... uh, No spoilers here, by the way. No spoilers. But I'd have to say the reveal episode. I was pretty surprised. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the reveal episode's good. A lot of people say that, though. But besides the reveal episode. Oh. um, What was your favorite location they shot in? Oh, that would have to be probably Forks. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I actually went... I went on a Twin Peaks tour, actually, um, a few years back. Yeah. Yeah, I've done it ten times. Oh. It's really, that's yeah, cool. I've done that a lot. Yeah, this you... coffee's excellent, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I went and I found the book house. I was pretty excited yeah, about I've that. Yeah, I've been there before. Yeah, and the sheriff's station. Yeah, I've been there before. I saw that I was able to see the old mill, yeah, too. Yeah, I've been there before. Um, yeah, I was pretty yeah, excited. Yeah, I've been there before. Stayed at the Great Northern. Well, yeah, I have to. You know, it's a, just the outside of the How Great Northern. How many times did you stay there? Only once. I stood there five times. Well. I stood there once, but you know, the inside, the interior of the Great Northern was actually filmed mm-hmm. at a different hotel actually, on Bainbridge not, Island. Actually, that's not true. It wasn't it's, on Bainbridge it is Island. True. No, it was no, it was on the south end, but they don't call it Bainbridge Island. They, they actually, it's still a Bainbridge Island. Well, I, I know the truth. I guess I know a little bit more about it. But anyway. so, do you think that I should bring my copy of like Laura Palmer's diary with me? Uh, what sure. if someone tries to steal it, though? Uh, I mean, it's oh, a collector's item. Is it a collector's item? I, okay. Yeah, it's a first run. Well, so you want to start like... off going to your first one of these things as a show and tell? You're just going to walk around with it out and be like, oh, what, this old thing? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Do you bring Honestly, things to Honestly, I have show? no idea. I, was just, I just assume that um, this is why I don't want to go to, to like fan things. Because what I was just doing, that's how I feel everybody's going to react to me if I say something that... I'm into, and then they're like, oh, yeah, well, no, because I don't you hate that? That's the, that's the thing which nobody it. should ever be shamed about liking something, even if they don't like it and as mm. much as somebody else. Like, Mm-mm. that's what I'm nervous about. Is I'll go there and I'm like, oh, well, you don't really remember who the executive producer for the 17th episode was. Oh, oh you call yourself a fan? You're not a fan. Yeah. Yeah, that's like anything Star Trek or, or even Marvel or anything like that. If mm. I kind of like something and I want to post about it, I know it'll just be, well, you, you don't really like it. Because I know what this and this and this and this and this mm-hmm. and this. Um, so I think you need to watch out for that. I think one, you should maybe maybe take the leadership role. I, how do I become walk a in there leader? and take charge? Walk in there with your Laura Palmer Palmer uh, journal, you know, which a lot of people don't don't have, and just show that off. I mean, like, a lot of people have, and it's the diary of Laura Palmer. Oh, diary. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the right way to do this is. Should I wear one of my twin many many Twin Peaks shirts? <sighs> that seems like it might be the right thing to do. To wear the Twin Peaks shirt. 
I'm not sure. Is somebody from Twin Peaks going to be there? I don't know. Probably not. Okay. It's probably just me with a, in a room with a bunch of me's. Okay, a bunch all of drinking yous. coffee way too late and not being able to go to sleep later yeah, because talking, we're all old. <laughs> all talking nonstop over each other. Okay. This is what it's going to be. <laughs> but it is a whole bunch of views. I do have to say, like, I I have gone to um, the Double R Diner, which is mm-hmm. now, it, it's a... Where's that at? It's in uh, North Bend in Washington. Okay. That's where they filmed the majority of Twin Peaks, like, all around there. And uh, last time I went there was probably about 10 years ago. A new owner had taken over the place. So the outside still looks exactly the same. And they have, um, they have like, a piece of pie and a coffee and, like, a Twin Peaks thing on the side painted on the building but when you go inside I swear to god it was like Tweety Bird threw up in there they had Tweety Bird shit everywhere is that part of Twin Peaks no it's like whoever bought the place like we'll keep it looking the same on the outside but I'm gonna take my Tweety Bird obsession and put them everywhere on the inside it was very odd that's strange which almost in turn made it a little Twin Peaksy because I'm like this is a place covered in Tweety Birds what is happening here it's just weird eccentric stuff yeah but I had my pie and my coffee and I felt like such a dork but Mm -hmm. you know what it's okay sometimes you have to embrace oh it's all right. there's nothing wrong with it if you find something in life no I'm not saying there's anything wrong no I know but I'm saying like if you find something in life that you're like that excited about then fucking embrace it Mm -hmm. go balls to the wall you know have as much fun as you want sure sure just don't shame other people while you're doing mm-hmm. it. That's the that's yeah. Me. So I don't know what to do. Okay, <sighs> I think I'm gonna go. Twin, Did you figure peaker. out what the name? What well, the it was is? suggested in the uh, live chat by our friend Keelan, FunEmploymentRadio.com/slash/live oh. for your live subscriber. Uh, suggested uh, tweakers. Oh my Twin gosh! Peaks. Our buddy Kristen in the chat just said, "Wear my black flag one." Yes, because I have a black flag to any of my any of my peekers out there. What am I calling them? Peekers. Yeah. Yeah. Any of my peekies. But Twin Peakies, I have my black. Fl- I have my T-peaks. shirt in the style of Black Flag, but instead of Black Flag, it has the zigzag lines and it says Black Lodge. Oh, I'm totally wearing that one. Oh, that is that is dork on dork. It right is there. so dork on dork. <laughs> it's two things I love. Okay, I'm totally wearing that one. All yes. right, so that's the one. So you'll be the one there in the Black Lodge shirt, mm. Black Flag, Black Lodge shirt. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, if I get up is. the nerve to do well, it. Well, I'll I'll tell. Tell you what, we need to play our interview with uh, Adam. I'm going to do a little bit of research on Twin Peaks. And I'm okay, so on, on the other facts. side. On the other side, we'll do a little bit of facts, and I'm going to test you, test test this out for you. Wait, see if give gonna... me a, so I'm not nervous enough, so you're going to give me a Twin Peaks quiz? No, I'm going to prepare you. I'm going to train you. Consider me like your trainer. I'm not a dolphin. You know, and I'm going to get you trained up and ready to do this, and so you can do the best you possibly can at this thing and dominate everyone, because what if they have like a trivia contest? They probably do. Know? They said that there's prizes. Oh, they did so you need to you need to brush up. And on if it's some, a and if it's a if it's at Music Millennium, they probably have some pretty cool shit. It's probably good prizes. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, you know who else? I, I need my uh, twin Twin Peaks force in effect. I need to get a hold of Scott Daly and see if he'll go with me. Scott Daly would be the right one. Scott for this. Daly would be the right one. That would yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll 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 come back here in a bit and we'll we'll test out some of your knowledge. All right. Before we do that though, let's play our interview with Adam Conover. So Adam, as I was saying. He's the star of the show, Adam Ruins Everything, which if you haven't seen the show, it's a lot of fun. It's essentially, the show revolves around him, I mean, in the real world, and he just gives facts about situations. Like, one show is about weddings. Like, well, how did weddings actually originate? Mm-hmm. Well, they started with this, and it's a contract, and blah, blah, blah. So it's, you know, the, the concept of him ruining things for you by telling you the actual facts Yeah, he just backstory. Had, he had one about, like, uh, hydration recently that was really yeah. popular about, like, but, how many glasses of water are you supposed to drink a day? Yeah, do you need eight glasses? Is that just a common myth? And then goes into it and tells you different facts and situations. It's really funny, and he has a lot of guest stars on it. Like, there's guest one with stars, Amy Schumer. Yeah, Amy Schumer's in one. And, and the whole thing is it you know revolves around him talking and then they do skits and then they have like video montage things that go along with it so it's educational but it's a lot of fun and so it's Adam Ruins Everything and he's doing a live tour with this and Adam Ruins Everything Live is coming here to Portland on September 14th at the Alberta Rose Theater and so it's going to be an election themed one where it's an hour where he just kind of dispels a bunch of myths about elections and tells you the truth behind things and explains all these kinds of things so it's it's a really really uh, cool concept and so he's going to be doing that live so we talked to him about both of those things when he's here on the show so check that out it's on True TV and uh, here we go this is Adam Conover on Fun Employment Radio You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, joining us now is the host of Adam Ruins Everything on True TV and, of course, Adam Ruins Everything Live, which is coming here to Portland (laughs) on September 14th. We have on the phone right now Adam Conover. Hello, sir. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. It's so wonderful to be here. 
on the podcast in Portland before I get there in person. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, Adam, I want to say right off the bat, Sarah and I are both fans of the show. It is awesome. I love oh, finding you. out. I love finding out random facts about things, and so this is the perfect <laughs> show for that. Uh, how did this idea come about? Well, I'm uh, on the show. Um, you know, if, for those who haven't seen it, I sort of play the politely fictionalized version of myself, where I sort of pop into people's lives and tell them, you know, everything they never wanted to know about their their favorite thing. Um, uh, like this episode, we're doing a, an episode on animals. Uh, this, sorry, this season, later this season, we're doing an episode on animals. And so I tell an animal lover everything that's wrong about purebred dogs and stray cats and, and uh, stuff like that. Um, and, uh, you know, it came about because I've really sort of always been this person in my own life. Like, I am the guy who, you know, if there's a topic of conversation at a party, I probably read a New Yorker article about it 10 years ago that I had. Remember, and I'm going to try to tell you, especially depending on how drunk I am, I'm going to try to like tell you, uh, you know, recount it for you in in detail. And you know, I was always get made fun of for doing this, right, um, uh, by my friends. And I eventually uh, started, uh, you know, putting the material in in my stand-up act, and it started working a lot better. And then I was working at College Humor, and we, uh, uh, you know, made a series of online sketches about it, and. Basically, I wrote in. I was so worried about bringing the script to the read through with the other sketch writers. Uh, the original ones about how diamond occasional rings are a scam perpetrated by the De Beers Corporation. I was so worried that they were going to say, "Oh, Adam, this is too didactic. They're going on a long time, and this is so boring. And why are you writing a sketch about this?" I just put the other writers into the script, having that reaction. You know, I just I wrote them in, going like, "Oh my God, this is so annoying. Get out of here." So that they couldn't make fun of me in the actual writer's room. All right, and that's smart. Lo and behold, <laughs> lo and behold, that was the entire uh, 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 comedy engine of the show. I'm sorry, I have rowdy dogs. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, what kind of dog is it? Uh, we got a uh, we got two mutts. Uh, <laughs> we got a we got a little a little thick bull mutt with squat legs oh. and uh, I don't know some kind of border collie thing. <laughs> They're both beautiful. <laughs> oh my god shut up guy oh i'm so sorry oh no you're fine <laughs> it's all right. we're both dog lovers here that's totally okay so okay, when it comes great. to the particular topics on your show are, are these things that uh, that you handpick yourself that you're kind of passionate about getting out there do you have producers who kind of tell you what they want you to focus on oh no i mean yeah these are all all the topics are uh things that uh we choose ourselves in the writer's room and and you know that uh you know i wrote first uh, pilot episode all by myself and then you know the rest of it I, I write it with a with a small team of writers um and uh you know i i feel very strongly you know every topic we do on the show is something that there are words that are coming out of my mouth and i want there to be things that i uh believe in and care about um and uh you know so uh you know the way we write the show is uh you know we've hired a you know a bunch of writers who are uh, very uh you have a wide range of knowledge, just like me. They've read every, you know, issue of the New Yorker or the Atlantic or whatever for the last 10 years. And they, they've got a wide store of, of annoying facts. And so we just ask guys, like, hey, what are you burning to tell people? Like, what, what some, what's something that, that you want to get across to uh, the American people that isn't talked about enough? Um, and then we talk about those and, uh, and develop them. And then we research them and make sure that, you know, they actually hold up and that we're not just repeating some urban, some urban legend or whatever. But, no, these are all... These are all things that I, that I care a lot about, yeah. That's fantastic. I mean, it's such a great concept. I imagine that's a whole room of, well, let me tell you about this, actually. Um, so, so <laughs> yes, it is. Did and, you and know? Honestly, <laughs> yeah, and the biggest problem is that we'll do, you know, our, our writer's room, we'll just talk about stuff like that all day long. And so after we go for like two hours, we're going to go, okay, guys, we got to actually write a script here. We can't just keep like debating the, the issue of, you know, uh, health policy or whatever it is that, that we're on about, you know. Because um, when you get that many people who, who know that much about these topics, they, they just, you know, want to engage in that kind of conversation forever. Uh, well, the show, the new episodes just started airing on the 23rd, and let's talk about uh, Adam Ruins Everything Live. So how do you adapt that to a stage performance? Ah, this is a very good question. Well, um, what we're going to be doing is, uh, look, I'm a stand-up comic, so I, I wanted to do a show that, that, you know, partially felt like a stand-up show, but I wanted to merge it with um, the TV show. So basically what it's going to be, is kind of going to be like an hour-long comedy TED Talk, like... 
going to be me on stage. I'm going to have a giant screen with a lot of custom slides that we uh, put together that are that are going to like you know uh, relay really fascinating information um, and also you know contain a lot of really great punchlines. Um, and uh, there's also going to be a sketch comedy element as well, where we've created some like original video that I'm going to show. So it's going to be this really awesome multimedia sort of infotainment uh, lap extravaganza. Is that chilly enough? For to put it? I'm to, that was good. That was real good. I'm not promoting a show. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be really, really cool. It, it, it It's not like any other show anyone is uh, touring right now. Um, and the cool thing is that it, it's kind of structured like the TV show. We wanted to give people who came to the live show that same feeling of like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. Like, oh, I think about the world differently that they get when they watch the TV show. So the theme is, um, you know, on the uh, on America, it's an election-themed show, right? And so on that, we're doing incredible pieces of election history, of like, presidential history, stuff uh, people didn't view, stuff people don't know about our, uh, you know, about our own presidents, presidents who are very familiar uh, to us. Uh, we're talking about, um, we're going to be, like, busting some, uh, some election myths. Um, we're going to be talking about how, uh, look, look, I mean, right now, um, you know, everyone is so cynical about politics, you know, and about our, uh, our democracy. Yeah. yeah. They have a on the street and they're going to be like, oh, my God, I hate this. Like, our system is broken. Like, I hate politics. It feels terrible. What's wrong? And we want to make a show that was going to answer that question to people as best as we could. And also, you know, sort of tell them why that negative faith they have isn't quite right, you know, um, and, uh, uh, why, you know, I, I think at the end it's going to be a show that, that is really uh, uh, leaves people feeling a lot more positive um, and a lot, you know, our, our main goal is to blow your mind about, you know, like, uh, you know, 20 times in an hour. Well, and you're starting your tour up here in the Northwest because you're going to be in Seattle on the 13th and then coming to Portland yep. on Wednesday the 14th, right? Was was there any uh, yeah. decision behind starting it up here in the Northwest where it is, you know, kind of very opinionated up here in this little corner of the world? Look, I think if the uh, if the opinions that I that I do fly in fly in Portland, they'll probably fly anywhere. I can't imagine anybody uh, being more critical. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine a bunch of more uh, critically minded people than uh, than Portlanders. Is that the is that the uh, demo name? Yeah, 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 I think that's work. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, uh, so so I'm, uh, you know, I think that'll be sort of our wall of fire for the show, and and you guys will let us know uh, whether we. Uh, got our facts right or not and then other than that i think it's just we're making a big old horseshoe across america you know we're we're starting in uh the northwest we're going all the way down to san diego then down through texas and and back up again and uh through the east coast and then end up in uh in michigan so it's uh you know it's part of a you know we're doing a big crazy road show they're they're uh we're, we're, we're driving around in a bus with my face on it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at your schedule. That is a rigorous schedule. I mean, it's like five straight days going from Seattle to Phoenix. That's a, that's a lot of yep. driving. <laughs> Yeah, well, we also drive in the look. I've never been on a tour like this before. Um, we're, we also drive in the middle of the night, so we're gonna like the schedule is like drive from three a.m. to ten a.m. or something like that. Wow. Um, so, uh, so I think it'll be like. Uh, you know, it's a regular it's a regular tour bus situation. Um, uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be really interesting. But I, you know, I'm really excited. But we've been shooting the show for the last four months straight. You know, of uh, of me, uh, you know, getting up, uh, you know, six a.m. call time, going to some weird place in Los Angeles to you know shoot a courtroom scene or whatever. And yeah. so I'm really you know looking forward to doing a big old road trip and and uh, actually getting to do the show for people. I mean, when you're a stand-up comic, it's like there's kind of always this thing in the back of your head that uh, no matter no matter how well your TV show does, you're like, this means I get to go on tour, right? Like <laughs> that's the part where I really enjoy myself, and and that's how I feel like it's going to be really really cool, you know, doing what I do. But for uh, getting to do it for people in person is going to be so rewarding. So when you're out on the road, do you think uh, will you continue doing your podcast as you're out on tour for a little while? Oh uh, well, we have a bunch of episodes. Thanks. So, um, uh, I, uh, so I, I think we'll we'll have that covered. Um, but yeah, I'm also going to bring a mic along just in case we want to do a, you know, a remote interview. Yeah, I love the the podcast that we're doing. It's so much fun. It's really like, you know, for people who haven't heard it, it's like you know, we do interviews on our TV show with these experts. But we only get to do it for 90 seconds. But on the podcast, I sit down with them for like you know, close to an hour and get to like really find out about their work and 
and what they're all about. And it's it's really really cool. I get to I get to sort of play Charlie Rose or uh, <laughs> what's her name, Star Lady. You know the the lady people fall asleep to. I forget. Terry Gross. Um, oh yes, yes, Terry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's so soothing. Um, uh, you know, I get to I get to you know act like you know I've been an NPR listener my whole life too. So it, you know I get to like pretend like I'm uh, uh, that person. Like, mm, so. So what do you think our work, your work says about America? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's really dig in. Uh, it's really it's really fun. It's, it's you know it's a lot of fun to do it. And, and it turns out I'm okay. I'm okay. So it's uh, I've had a blast doing it. Awesome. <laughs> well, Adam, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us today, too. I mean, the show is great. So the new episodes are airing on True TV now. Started, I think, the 23rd is when the new ones started uh, airing. Yep, every Tuesday at 10. Every Tuesday at 10. So today. So tonight. Today, yes. Tuesday, September 6th right now. Yes. So you can go and yes, watch it tonight. One, yeah, there's a new one today. It's all about weddings. Oh, I oh, saw nice. the uh, trailer for that. That one looks fascinating. Yeah, it's kind of a follow-up to our engagement ring topic, and it's it's all about how, uh, like, I, you know, anyone who's gotten married probably has a sense that they were getting gouged, and we talk about exactly how and why it happened. So it's awesome. going to be pretty cool. Perfect. I am looking uh, forward to that. Well, thanks so much, guys, and I hope I hope folks come out uh, come out to see us in Portland. It's going to be a really a really awesome show, and I'd love to give everybody a hug afterwards. <laughs> Definitely. So get your tickets September 14th. You can get tickets at AXS.com or just look it up. I'm sure you can find it anywhere on mm. Google. Uh, but yeah, get your tickets to go see Adam. And we have a lot of Seattle listeners too. So go there in Seattle. Yeah, anywhere from go see Seattle him. to Chicago. You yeah. Can go check out Adam. <laughs> yeah. So you got a lot of choices. Yeah, please do. So get out and see Adam. Well, Adam, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Right. It was really wonderful being here. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Adam Conover right here on Fun Employment Radio. So, as we said, you can uh, catch him on September 14th right here in Portland when he will be on. Sarah is upset with me I right cannot now. Okay, I am not saying anything. Okay. Do I? All right, fine. We're going to peel back the curtain here just a minute. So while we were playing that interview, we've got a bunch of stuff coming up. We're going to do some World of Crazy, some ball talk. I got our Twin I have Peaks lots of World of Crazy. Quiz. Actually, I oh, just, you too? I got, yeah, I got one. So All I'm right. going to test you. Um, but while we were doing that, we're getting ready to go back on. And I look over. Here's behind the scenes of Fun Employment Radio, how this works. If you've never seen our studio, we've got it here in Southeast Portland. We've got a little broadcast room, soundproof, and we've got a big, long desk, and Sarah sits at one end, me on the other. And I look over right before we get ready to go on, and Sarah is shoving her nose under her armpits, smelling I am not. I was just tilting gently to the side. No, I smell kind of bad. Do I smell? No. Am I smelly? You Seriously, you were smelling yourself over here. Well, okay, yes, I haven't showered yet today. How can I not comment on that when I look up and I see that? And... And you're, like, making these weird faces about it. I've been it. using this hippie deodorant, and I don't think that it's working very well. Uh, and all I did, I asked, I was like, I, do you have deodorant on? And then it No, because I am, that. but I don't think, I, I think that I might not be an all-natural kind of lady. Well, and then it just went to you freaking out that, Because you're I just smell? like, you look like you're lying. I asked you if I smell, you're I'm like, not, no. I don't, I don't think you smell. I mean, do, I can't do, from do you here. Think it doesn't... From there? I can't from here. I'm all, all the way on the other side of the desk. I can't I smell. I can barely smell anything. In all fairness, though... I got a pretty bad sniffer. I can't smell very well. So oh, it's, it's I don't know if I'd be the right person to tell you if if there were an issue. But I don't th- I have no reason to think there's an issue. I was just merely asking. You were the one sm- <laughs> This is our classy show. You were the one we're smelling your own classy. armpits. I mean, <laughs> Alex in the chat quoting you, you look like you are lying. I mean, I'm not lying. I don't <laughs> know. I was just asking. I'm, oh, so now you're saying, now you're blaming it on that you have a bad sniffer. Oh my God, so I do. Can you smell it through your bad sniffer? I'm smelling. I don't have any I have a bad smells. sense of smell. I know. So, so, I mean, I can't, I don't think I can smell it. You're not allowed here. to say, so right when we're coming back from the interview, Greg is just like, oh, do you I smell? Can't That's your fault for, well, for doing that right before we went God back on damn air. damn it, Greg. Well, if we were on video, everybody could see that. I'm changing up the hippie deodorant. I don't think it's working. I'm going back to my poisonous aluminum. Maybe we do need to have everybody see that. All right, anyway. What? No. Yes. Hi, my friends. I'm kind of excited about today's World of Crazy. I would do it for the good of the show, Greg. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. All right. I got a, got a five for today, Greg. 
it's a it's a busy day in World of Crazy. Okay. All right. Five for a five for. All right. <laughs> First up, a Florida man doing Florida man things out of Stewart, Florida. I believe that's a new place. I don't think I've ever Stewart, about. Florida. Stewart, Florida. Well, a Florida man. Stewart. A town of Stewart. Huh. A Florida man or a man in Florida has been arrested after deciding to go on the internet and using his own wanted poster as his Facebook profile picture. <laughs> Took it off of the website to which the police had posted his wanted picture and decided to upload that as his Facebook profile. I mean, that's embracing it, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, Stuart, uh, Stuart County, Florida police tweeted a scre- uh, screen capture of this guy's name. Uh, it's Mac Yearwood. Uh, Mac Yearwood. Facebook- he sounds like a country singer. Right. Mac Yearwood. Yeah, so his uh, they tweeted his f- uh, Facebook picture featuring his Wanted of the Week poster after he was arrested a few days ago. According to the Palm Beach Post, Stuart police used the photo to identify him as uh, the suspect in a reported disturbance that happened last Monday, and he was arrested on outstanding warrants. So uh, police located him on Tuesday, and a bag of marijuana fell out of his pants as he was being apprehended. This guy's 41. 41 years young. Making his, of course, profile picture, his wow. wanted poster. Well, yes, he is indeed wanted for violation. Well, he was wanted on violation of probation on two counts of battery and also received an additional charge of possession of cannabis after it fell out of his pants when he was caught. No word if he changed his profile picture back or if it's still his own wanted I got to say, and it's being noted in the chat by uh, Edward, uh, he is way too old to be doing that. And that's true. That's something I would, I would picture more of a younger moron to do. Uh, but I guess morons know no age. There are morons really, of all shapes and of sizes. all shapes and sizes and ages. and creeds and, and ages and yes. Yeah. Yeah. Morons come in all, in all of those. There can be good good people of every age. There can be very stupid people of any age. Yep. Well, just, Mac Yearwood. Okay, so I'm looking and one of them, it was spelled Yearwood and the other one was Yearwood He. Uh, no, this says Yearwood. Okay. Yeah. So, who knows? All right. Okay. So from him... To another type of man, this is the story of Larry the Wolf Boy. <laughs> Larry the Wolf Headline Boy. reads, Larry the Wolf Boy Gets Married. It's like that old movie, Peggy Sue Gets Married, but it's with Larry the yeah. Wolf Boy. Oh, the Wolf Boy. The oh, wolf I know boy. the Wolf Boy. Mm-hmm. He had a show. Yeah, so his last name is, let's see, uh, Larry Gomez. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's his whole name. Larry the Wolf Boy Gomez. Now, Larry Gomez is considered one of the hairiest men in the world thanks to a rare genetic condition that he has called hypertrichosis, which affects fewer than 100 people worldwide and causes thick hair to sprout all over your face and your body. So he's also a seasoned performer who has appeared in movies like Water for Elephants and TV shows like AMC's Freak Show. But Larry Gomez recently took on the biggest role of his life. God, cliches for 100, Alex. Being a husband... When he married Alicia Martinez, 42 years young. All right. Well, let me tell you the story of Larry the Wolf Boy Gomez and Alicia Martinez. The two met seven years ago when Larry the Wolf Boy was looking for a new apartment, according to family friend Todd Ray, who runs the Venice Beach Freak Show where Larry the Wolf Boy Gomez performs. Yeah, that was a whole TV show. I remember mm-hmm. watching some of that. Well, Todd said that uh, Larry was looking for a place to stay and he saw a room for uh, rent listed by Alicia. Now, he rented the room from her, and their friendship and love grew from there. Now, both Gomez and Marta, uh, Martinez have been previously married, and both have children from their previous marriages. Now, although Gomez is used to being in the spotlight, he admits that he was nervous about getting things right for his special wedding day, said Larry the Wolf Boy. Now, he needn't be worried. A good time was had by all, including members of both of his families, his freak show family, and along with his bloodline family. Uh, the couple hasn't taken a honeymoon yet, but he says that it's okay because every day feels like a honeymoon, even when we work together. It feels different because we are building our future together. So they might want to have... This is a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. World of Crazy isn't always all bad. I'm just letting you know. Larry the Wolf Boy found love. Good. I'm, I'm saying glad that, for Larry Greg, the Wolf Boy. It's probably possible for you, too. Yeah. You are no Larry the Wolf Boy. I'm no though. Larry the Wolf Boy. I'm a hairy, mm-hmm. I'm a hairy guy, though. You're not you're not Larry Harry. I'm not Larry Harry. No, but I'm I'm pretty hairy. I got the, I got kind of a Tom Selleck thing going. You do. I have seen you at the pool when you are you do have like the the yeah. 80s like chest hair thing yeah. going. Yeah. Oh, on. I'd be great in the 80s.
You have the dreamy 80s body. I do, yeah. Uh Yeah. I mean, if Tom Selleck can make a comeback, I I would grow a mustache and be a young Tom Selleck. All right, that's fair. Yeah, and then I'm going to I'm gonna start wearing Hawaiian shirts. Maybe I should go for that. Maybe you should go as Magnum P.I. for Halloween. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. I haven't thought about what I've, just as a side note really quick, I've been thinking all weekend what I'm going to dress up as for Halloween. This is the first time in years that I haven't known what I'm going to be. Oh, yeah, it's coming up pretty I soon, I know, too. it's coming up pretty soon. It's like a month and a half. I'm going to have to try to top Jon Snow. How do I top Jon Snow? That's going to be tough. I know, I'm going to have to try and top Phyllis Neffler. I mean, who does that? I don't think it's possible. Yeah, you should probably go as, grow a sweet mustache and go as... As Tom Selleck? As Tom Selleck. Mm. That would be kind of amazing. Just walk around shirtless or with an unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt? Well, wear like your summer garb. That's what you do. You wear your flowy, weird, unbuttoned shirts. I'll think about it. All right. See if Digital Trends will let you have a sweet mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Either that or I could do my Michael Landon hair. I could do that too. Oh. Or you could be who you're always meant to be, Bob Ross. I'm not going to be Bob Ross. Oh, yeah. It's true. All right. There we are. So, Larry the Wolf Boy, and now we go to Japan. This is an actual headline, and it reads, A Japanese fisherman uses karate skills to fend off a bear. Sweet! Mm -hmm. That's like a dream come true. I know. I mean, not a dream. You don't want to get attacked by a bear. Well, he was able to successfully attack the bear and get the bear away from him with his karate skills. Well, let me tell you, Greg, I'm so glad that you asked. Well, a Japanese fisherman called upon his martial arts skills after being attacked by a large bear as he was fishing near a local river. Now, according to reports, the six-foot-tall Asian black bear approached the man as he was fishing near the Jizo River this past weekend. Now, uh, the fisherman said, at first glance, it seemed like something was there, and it was a bear with an imposing stance. It came pouncing toward me, and that's when my eyes met the bear's eyes. He said, its rounded ears were perfectly circular, just like a teddy bear, and its face was so huge. Now, the 63-year-old Japanese man who was being attacked by the Japanese bear holds a black belt in karate, and he engaged with the bear and managed to fend off the bear attack. Nice. Uh, The fisherman goes on to say, the bear had such, such great strength. I was knocked over when it leapt at me. It scratched me and bit me, but in the end, I managed to trick the bear, poking it in the eyes, and it ran away. Hmm. It was eye-poking karate skills. I mean, I want this to be real. It is. It's a real story. Poked it in the eyes. You know that I vet my stories. This is a real story. Well, no, I believe it's a real story. I'm asking, is he telling the entire truth of the situation? Well, I, I believe that he probably poked the bear in the eyes. I, I don't know for sure. Both eyes? Said they had repeated, uh, they've received many reports of bears in the area and are discouraging residents from fighting back, as the fishermen had done. Yeah, but then you do have a badass story. An official said, if you if witness you a bear, them. don't fight, walk away quietly and report it to the police instead. But how else can you tell anybody, like, I kicked a bear's ass I know. the rest of your life? The fisherman was able to bring himself to a nearby hospital where he was treated for minor injuries after receiving bite and claw marks on his body, head, and arms from the bear. So he did, in fact, fight it. Don't know if he used the uh. if he was 100% with the particular karate moves that he used. But. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's being, uh, it's being questioned, my question about the bear being poked in the eyes. The bear's head is so wide, you couldn't do it with one hand. You'd have to have a coordinated effort with both fingers. Lunging out at the same time as the bear he is reaching down and biting. He was kind of specific with the rounded ears, just like a teddy bear. It was kind of... But, I mean, the, the bear's moving around, and you have to coordinate both fingers to swing out while all this is happening and hit them both directly in he's the eyes. He's a black belt. Do they teach eye poking in, in karate? Yeah, but not for bears. I mean... But if he's a black belt, he must have studied a lot of eye poking. But you don't need both hands to do an eye poking on a human. You need both hands to do an eye poking on well, a bear. Well, maybe he was just like, pew, and then did, like, the double eye poke. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. With both hands. With both hands. It's a pretty good skill set. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's why it's good to have throwing stars around. Bad throwing stars. I really want to become a throwing star guy. You just get a belt with them. Dreams can come true, Greg. Just because for situations like that, if I need to fend off a bear. You'd end up stabbing yourself, probably in some sort of like main like blood vessel, and then you'd bleed out, and then that would be the end of you. No, I'd go around and yeah. stop like robbery. You even hesitated and stuff. because you knew that was exactly what would happen. The first time you tried to stop a robbery is the last day that you're alive. Like stop! I chuck my throwing star. Okay, I have a couple more stories left. This reminds me of another theory I've been thinking about. I'll, I'll bring it up later. Okay, um, this story is hilariously gross, so I didn't put it at the end. So this is like the slap, and then I'm going to give the hug at the end. 
story starts with a qu- uh, quote. Headline reads, quote, I won't stop until I'm too fat to move. <laughs> okay. A morbidly obese model who dreams of weighing 1,000 pounds, eats 8,000 calories a day, and loves being fed through a funnel by her boyfriend. Oh, God, through a funnel? Yes. Not even enough to chew the All food? All right, and just... uh, chat, be careful. Be careful with these pictures. So if you post a picture of this woman, just please make sure that it's a safe-for-work one because she has some pictures that look like they're safe because you can't see anything, but she's mostly naked with everything hanging out on the top. So, right, just, so just be wary of uh, other people live, who might be in work. Live subscribers, make sure it's safe for work. All right, and so now I'm going to tell you her name. This young lady's name is Monica Riley. 27 years young, from Fort Worth, Texas. Now, Monica always already uh, weighs 700 pounds, but she wants to reach 1,000 pounds to become the world's fattest woman. Dare to dream, Monica. Yes, uh, so she wants to become the world's fattest woman. Not only that, her other dream is to become completely immobile. Oh, my God. Who, Who would... I mean, that's... She dreams of being too fat to move and is working toward hitting thousand pounds so that she can feel like a queen. Now, of course, she has a freeder oh. boyfriend named Sid Riley. Sid Riley, uh, whose surname she's already taken, so his last name she's already taken despite not being married, uh, spends his days cooking Monica lavish meals and even feeding her 3,500 calorie shakes with double cream all through a funnel. Oh. Nom, 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 nom. Through a funnel? Now, after Monica's finished eating... Her sexy boyfriend, Sid Riley, rolls her over when her 91-inch stomach is full. <laughs> Don't zone I, I out know, on me, I, I'm not zoning out. I'm, I know you're trying to block it, but you have to listen I'm, to this. I'm listening to you. I just Among the things Monica, who is a model on supersized Big Beautiful Women websites, is looking forward to about being immobile is, to, is getting a bed with a built-in toilet. That Sid will need to empty for her. Oh my God! Really? Monica said the plan is to reach a thousand pounds and become a mobile. You wonder why people hate us. That is so. F- I would feel up. like a queen because Sid would be waiting on me hand and foot, and he's excited about it too. It's a sexual fantasy for us, and we talk about it a lot. He already has to help get me off the soda sofa and get me out of bed. If I lay down after a big dinner, he has to help me roll over because my belly's too full for me to roll. Oh God! It's a big turn on for both of us. Now, despite their controversial plans, uh, Monica not only wants to gain, uh, to become a thousand pounds, but her and Sid also want to try for a baby to make their family complete. I don't feel too bad about the giant chimichanga I ate yesterday now. Yeah, she said, we do plan to have children. There's nothing to stop me to raise a child from my bedroom. There's many things, there's many laws that will keep you from raising a child. Uh, she said, we get a nanny uh, to help around the house Wait, and take the baby out and about. So, how... There's nothing to stop us from raising a child. Some people might think it's selfish, but I'm confident that we'll be good parents. Now, Monica has been overweight all her life, and just two years ago, she was preparing for a surgery to get her stomach stapled after her ex-boyfriend ordered her to shed the pounds. Oh, that rude ex-boyfriend ordering her to be healthy. But at last minute, she pulled out of the operation and decided to embrace her growing figure instead. And since meeting the average... No, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with embracing who figure. you are. No. But force-feeding yourself... 3,500 calorie shakes to become immobile. That's a bit of a problem. Where you're dreaming of your boyfriend to clean up your waist. Yeah, that's 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 kind of an issue. Ew, gross. Why do you just praise that? (laughs) Since meeting Sid, Sid Riley online four months ago, Monica has gained almost 55 pounds in that four months. How did they meet? Did he like put himself on Tinder or something? I'm so glad you asked. I'm going to tell you in just a second. By gorging on 8,000 calories every day, Monica says, the bigger I get, the sexier I feel. I love my big, big soft belly and stuffing myself with food. It really turns me on. Turns her on. Sid loves to cook for me. She gets turned on by eating? By herself. Eating, yes. Uh, Sid oh. loves to cook for me and hand feed me, and I've achieved so much since we got together. He feeds me around the clock, and I never have to get up to do anything. Now, let me tell you, would you like to know uh, the average uh, no, food probably that not. she eats every probably day? No, probably not. All right, here's her average meal plan on an average day. On an average day, Monica will eat six biscuits, six sausages uh, in bread rolls, a big bowl of cereal, two weight gain shakes, Four McChicken sandwiches, four double cheeseburgers, large french fry, 30 chicken nuggets, macaroni and cheese, Taco Bell, and a gallon of ice cream. That would take me four days to eat all of that? Yeah. So these are all the time. 
Yes, she says her family doesn't understand and they're a bit concerned, of course, because she is very unhealthy and eating 8,000 calories. How a day. does she pay for this? That's uh, a so lot she pays of money. Through it for uh, through her big, beautiful, large, independent God woman damn. modeling site. People pay her to eat. There is the most disturbing image, and I'm not going to. Sh- it's not anything graphic or sexual, but there is an image of her sitting there eating. It's a still from one of her videos where she has a marshmallow shoved in her belly button. Let me just say this. And it is like for some reason that particular thing was just. We put out on average 20 hours of content per month, and. While it's free for everyone, $6.99 a month goes a long way here. And I promise you, I promise you this, your $6.99 that you uh, pay if you become a live subscriber of Fun Employment Radio, just a supporter, um, it will not go to either Sarah or I eating food through a funnel. They'll, you know, have us eating food to live. Yeah, we'll live. Yeah. But we're not going to overdo it. We need to pay for, like, bills in the studio and stuff, but I mean, we're not... But it's not, in case anybody was ever wondering, Sarah and I have not been... Where all of our riches go? Yeah, where all of our vast wealth goes, it is not to feeding each other with uh, 3,500 calorie shakes through funnels. No, no, it's really not. So I just want to make sure that rumor's finally squashed. Uh, So Monica says... $6.99 a month. If you're considering donating to this woman, just give one thought to... Well, Monica says uh, her funnel feeding every day is the, what she most looks forward to in life. Uh, she finds it to be a very sexual experience. I'm really starting to think that she doesn't know what a sexual experience is. I yeah, mean, maybe there, she. There's some definite issues. I think there's some might be some confusion. Uh, also, she said that the reason that she loves her funnel feeding is because she has twenty thousand online fans who watch her funnel feeding videos every day. Twenty thousand. I was just waiting for that number to hit you. Yes. Monica said, I could die tomorrow and my life would be over. At least if I die this way, I will have lived out the life I wanted and fulfilled all of my dreams. Wow. She's just an inspiration for us all. All right. Finally, I have this. There's more? There's more. I told you, a slap and then a hug. This one's hilarious, and I thought that you'd like this. A model who has size Q breastuses, which is size very Q. large. She has some of the biggest breastuses in the world. Do they go in order? Is it like, I mean, I understand A, B, C, D, but then it, does it go E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q? It sure does, Greg. It really does go that way? And we also all learn the alphabet together. I think so. I mean, I think so. If she's the biggest and Q is larger than you know C, I, I'm assuming that's how it goes. But there's one for each one of those letters. Yeah, I mean, there's like A, double A, there's like double B, double C, double D. Yeah. I'm not going to talk to you about boobs. Let's, let's well, talk no, about I'm not. Boobs. I'm not. I'm honestly asking a question. I just don't know. I, I so don't know like when breasts get J that big. Yes, there are size like I have. O. I have a friend who has pretty big boobs, and she's like a J. I'm not going to tell you who. I'll make you fig- don't figure it out either. Don't stall- stare at people's breastuses. All right, Greg, listen to this story. Okay. Yes. No, I'm, I'm listening. I'm I'm listening. I'm just trying to get I'm trying to learn something while we're doing this. Let me teach you. All okay. right, a former showgirl and model has now become a professional psychic. Okay. And she credits her size Q breasts for her career change. Size Q. Okay. So now uh, her professional psychic name Ghostbusty. <laughs> Now, Ghostbusty, really? yes. How has that not been taken? I don't know, but I feel like we're all poorer for it. All right, so this woman's name is Lacey Wild. Now, Lacey Wild, a.k.a. Ghostbusty, Ghost believes B- the universe convinced her to get more than 100 separate operations to enhance her breastuses to gargantuan proportion so that she could then have a platform to become a spiritual medium and a Ghostbuster. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So now, she needed... The breast implants. She believes that the universe led her to having 100 breast surgeries so that she could ultimately become... 100? Yes, 100. I mean, that is... I'm sorry, just think about that for a second. ...operations to enhance her breasts so that she could then become a spiritual medium and ghostbuster with the professional name Ghostbusty. So ghosts speak through her boobs. Or no, her boobs. I believe relay Enhance. messages from like the ghosts. For... They're they're ghost spirit antennas. Okay, ghost that makes Busty. sense. Okay, that that makes that makes good sense. Ghostbusty says uh, everything happens for a reason, and I know I was supposed to have huge boobs to help the world one soul <laughs> at a time. That is the direct quote. 
from yeah. Ghost Busty, a.k.a. Lazy Everybody Wild. grows up dreaming about something. Everything yes. happens to her. I know some people want feeders. Some people just want psychic boobs. Now, uh, Ghost Busty says she can talk to dead people and often passes on messages she gets from the other side. Uh, Ghost Busty says, I told one woman that she should go and get a mammogram, and it turned out she was suffering from breast cancer. She told me later I saved her life. That's That was the big reveal. That was her psychic That's the boobs. one. That was the, that was the one. Uh, in the last 20 years, the 46-year-old Florida woman estimates she's spent more than $250,000 in a quest to have the world's biggest breasts. Now, if you're asking how big a Q breast is, uh, Ghostbusters breast breasts each weigh 20 pounds apiece. How does she even stand up? I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a lot of... Not that I have... And, you know, myself, but I would think that would cause some back problems. You're very concerned about the large-breasted woman's back problems. Yes. Greg would really like to help her out. No, uh, she says, th- this isn't it's something too much. I'm in. No, it's too big. I am not into this, no. Uh, she says, you know what else is hilarious? I lose stuff in my cleavage all the time. I had to go out and buy a bigger phone because I would lose my other phone constantly inside of there. Well, whether uh, Ghost Busty has true psychic ability... It'll be just a matter of time, but there's one prediction that she guarantees will come true. She said, oh, yes, the more surgeries I have, the more psychic I believe my breasts are. (laughs) She said, the truth is I am fake, but I am also spiritual. Why can't I be both? Uh, where where is she at? Where do you go to get oh, a reading? I'm, for I'm sure you can just look up Ghost but Lacey ghost, Wild Ghost Busty. <laughs> ghost Busty. Yeah. So if you'd like for her to just recommend uh, a normal thing that you should do, but then pass it off as psychic, which is getting a mammogram. Then <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's a pretty <laughs> common thing. Yes, but she saved her life because of that. <laughs> so there we go. Theaters and Ghost Busty. I predict you should wear a seat belt while riding in a car. And then. I totally saved their life. Yep. There you are, my friends. There's the world of crazy. Sorry, that went longer than I expected. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a lot. You mm. really loaded it up there. I know. Because we still have we still got to get. Well, to we two didn't more have a things. show yesterday, so I think that was why I was just feeling a little. Like, yeah, you're very ambitious. Mm, a little with ambitious. This. Well, I couldn't end on the feeder. <sighs> All right. Well, we still need to test you out on your your uh, quiz. All right, but first abilities. we should do a little a little bit of ball talk because this is a very special week. Oh no. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. We're going to skip right to the most important thing this week. I mean, college football did happen over this last weekend, which was great. That started. Some upsets. LSU lost. Is that Louisiana? State. Yes, it is. Awesome. Also, Oklahoma lost. Wait, how many of your predictions were right? That's far as I know, they were all right. Seriously? I believe they were all correct. They, were they really? Okay, no, they weren't. Oh, Greg doesn't even know. <laughs> I believe so. Until proven otherwise, I believe I was 100% correct on my predictions, as I always am. We'll just leave that at that. But it's time for me to make some other predictions. So, Sarah, here's the deal. Every year here on Fun Employment Radio for our Ball Talk segment, I tell you... Everyone out there, and of course Vegas, for their odds and the ESPNs of the world. Who is going to win the Super Bowl? Well, the NFL season starts this Thursday. And so I'm not only going to tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl this year. I'm going to do something special. Okay. I'm doing something special for listeners out there. I'm going to tell you who's going to win the conferences. And then who's going to win the Super Bowl. This is how confident I am with the hours upon hours upon hours and weeks of research I put into this. Researching each team, their their weaknesses and their strengths and their schedules and, uh, you know, down to personal information about the players. I've spent so much time putting this together. And I want to give that knowledge away. But if you place a bet on it and you win, you owe me a cut. Not legally speaking, but a little wink. A wink and a click. Okay, that's stop stop doing that. All right, first up, what we're going to do today is I'm going to tell you who is going to win the National Football Conference. Tomorrow I will do the American Football Conference, and then Thursday I'll tell you before the games start that night who will win the Super Bowl for 2017. All right, so first up, here we go. In the NFC, Sarah, a lot of teams 
lot of teams there in the NFC. Got the Green Bay Packers. You know, up there with Aaron Rodgers. All, all those guys. And then you got, uh, you know, the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think anybody thinks they're going to win, but nonetheless, they are there in the NFC. You have, uh, oh, maybe I should go up north. Maybe the Seattle Seahawks are my team. Maybe that's who's going to win the Super Bowl or win win the National Football Conference. Maybe it's the Cowboys. Maybe they make a comeback. I don't know. It's so hard to say, but I've done the research and I have the answer. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to celebrate this with a fan song from this team. Wait, of who you're picking? Yeah, of who I'm picking. The winner of the 2016-17 NFL season in the National Football Conference will be this team. Carolina Panthers with sharp teeth and claws. We growl to win this game. We call pro football. Our offense and defense so intense. Your team will be the losers if you got a lick of sense. You dig the NFL, my lyrics and my rhymes. You eat up what I'm saying, spit and fly hip-hop lines. Lightning fast, big black cats, Panthers kicking ass. Oh, I love this Yo, song. the TD or a field goal. Gonna get that W, dominate the foe. Carolina Panthers with sharp teeth and claws. We growl to win this game. We call pro football. Oh, there you wow. go. Carolina Panthers, the winners of the NFC Conference for this year in the NFL. I will tell you who will win the AFC tomorrow. And Thursday, I'll let you know who's going to win the Super Bowl so you can place your bets before the season starts. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow. All right, our buddy Lucas in the chat <laughs> said that someone's using this for a national commercial now. This guy's making money off of this song. Good for him. Big black cat. Good for him. That was Ked Woodley. Dominate the foe Good with his all original him. song. 606,000 views on YouTube. All right, I'm ready. Okay. Carolina. Oh, you're ready for your quiz? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Well, this is to test it out to see if Sarah can hang out with all of these Twin Peaks fans tonight. All right. <laughs> so I did look up. Uh, there were some people who were saying uh, Firewalkers might be a name for Twin Peaks fans. Oh, that's good. Um, there were various, various different uh, ones that were proposed. Twin Peakies, Peakies, Peakers, Twinnies. So you're gonna. Oh, I'm trying to think of. I'm like I'm trying to think like the owls and what they seem like. Anything with the lodge. The owls. Oh, lady. there was one. Uh, C O O P, which was. Sorry, I don't. Okay, let me see. It's uh, citizens opposed to the offing of Twin Peaks. Oh, that's not. Very I guess good. that was a group when they were taking it off the air. That was. Okay, well, I mean that's what uh, Harry Harry Truman called you know Special Agent Dale Cooper all the time. So that's probably why it was Coop. That's already more than I need to know. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Sarah, here's your quiz. Let's All see right, if you can mix in tonight. All if you right. can blend in. If you can survive this Twin Peaks challenge. All right. Number one. The series opened with the discovery of homecoming queen Laura Palmer's mm-hmm. dead body. Where was it found? On the side of the lake. Washed ashore by the lake? Yes, washed ashore by the lake. All right. Wrapped in plastic. All right. Wrapped in plastic. All right. We'll, we'll let you know if you want. Which is also the name of uh, Twin Peaks fanzine. Okay, okay. Well, we'll leave that one there. We'll come back to it. On which U.S. and U.K. channels did the show originally air? I don't know the U.K., but I know it was on um, ABC for the States. So it'd be ABC and BBB2, or BBC2, excuse me. So sure, yes, if that's the one. Yeah, it's the only you. one with ABC in it. Yeah. Okay, actress Cheryl Lee not only played murdered homecoming queen Laura Palmer, but also her doppelganger cousin. Maddie. What was her name? Maddie. Maddie? Maddie mm-hmm. Ferguson? Mm-hmm. What was the working title of Twin Peaks? Oh. Northwest Passage, Lumber Mill, or the Nightingale? Northwest Passage. Northwest Passage? Mm-hmm. It was too close to Northern Exposure. All right. Who sang the show's haunting theme music? Oh, that's, uh, we're just listening to it. Julie Cruz. Julie Cruz. Julie Cruz? Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was actually singing to the theme music. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. The song's called Falling, actually. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard that part. All right. 
At number six, how did David Lynch spot Frank Silva, who he cast as evil spirit killer Bob? Oh, yeah, he was working on set. I don't know what his job was on. Uh, was that one of them? He was in an Anthrax video. He came into Lynch's office to fix a flickering light, or he was working as a set dresser on the show. The set dresser. Okay. In the spinoff film Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me, which musician played long-lost FBI agent um, Philip Jeffries? Duh, David fucking Bowie. David Bowie was in it? Yeah. Was in Twin Peaks? That oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, Dude, t- Twin Peaks had so many people in it. Like, David Duchovny was in it. Uh, it had a, so many people before they were, like, really famous. Well, what? not except for David Bowie. He was already clearly famous. What was the name of the town's casino cum brothel? One-Eyed Jacks. Wait, how do they have a casino and a brothel in this town? It's the state of Washington. You can't because have it's that. across the border. What in Canada they have? Mm, it's an illegal. It's an illegal brothel. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be just a casino, but it's actually a brothel, which I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Mm. So yes. Twin Peaks shared some shooting locations with which other? Which with? With which other '90s TV series? Northern Exposure. Do, okay, well that makes sense. Yeah. They were both filmed. They were all yeah filmed in the same place. Okay, final question. How was creepy character Margaret Lanterman better known? Oh, that's the log lady. <laughs> Margaret. The, of course, the log lady. Oh, maybe I'll dress as the log lady. She's going to grab a log and walk down there? No, she has a pretty specific look. <gasps> maybe I will. All right, I, I have the answers. I will tell you how you did. Okay. Ooh. What? Yeah, not as good as I thought. Really? You got 10 out of 10. Yeah! <laughs> you got all 10 of those correct. <laughs> I do know it pretty well. I don't know it as well as like uh, as like the really diehard people, but I know it. I'm pretty familiar that's, with it. That's, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, well, there you go. Oh, my God. That makes me happy. Okay, sorry. It makes me really happy. So you will do well tonight. Ah! All right. You will do well. Okay. All right. All right. That makes me happy. We, um, we do have a birthday before we go. Yes, we do. And we want to wish a very, very merry birthday to our dear friend, Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Who we got to meet uh, and hang out with for a few at uh, Project Pabst uh, over the past... Uh, well, we've met him before. We'd, we'd met him before. We got to hang out for a few. Yes, that is really true. Cool. That is so, true. So, uh, Sasquatch... Squatch, actually. It's not Sasquatch. He goes by Squatch. Well, he says Sasquatch, and sometimes he abbreviates it as Squatch. No, it's generally Squatch. All right, whatever, Squatch. Believe me, I know these things. Okay. Happy birthday, Squatch. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn damn right. All right. I just heard back from Scott Daly, and I think he's going to go with me tonight. Good. He needs to go to that. That's something that would uh, make sense. It just makes sense. It's, some things just make sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. Um, thank you to everybody who can subscribe. Six ninety nine a month. First week is free. Shout out to Bob, who just did. Appreciate that. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Love you, Bob. Um, I like the name Bob. Yeah, it's a great name. It's a good no effects song, too. <laughs> this is that's that's true. <laughs> There's a lot true. of things, but okay, <laughs> that is one thing with the name Bob. Um Huge thank you to Adam Conover as well for joining us. Yeah. Right here on Fun Employment Radio. So Adam ruins everything. You can uh, watch that on True TV and see him live. Uh, tomorrow on the show, I believe Mr. Shane Torres. Shane is Torres by. from the East Coast is coming in to pop over and say hello. What, what kind of an accent was that you were just trying to do there? I don't know. It's I'm hungry and I think my stomach's eating itself. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> even know where or how that applies. Our pal Shane Torres is coming in to say Shane hello. Shane Torres from yes. the East Coast oh, is Shane coming Torres. in. Shane I think because I, we were talking about Canada, where uh, one-eyed Jax is. Shane's from Texas. He's not from Canada. But now he lives in the in the Big Apple, the city also of dreams. Also not Canada. The Mile High City. This, this is true. The Rose City. Nothing to do with Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. As I did say, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Don't forget, coming up on Sunday, September 18th, the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup finale. Oh, so keep yeah. it open. Come hang out with us. It's going to be a bad break. At the Landmark Saloon, that's September 18th. So keep that day open. Come down about midday. We'll give you the times and tell you all the more information that we have coming up soon. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.